Though some days are harder than others, I am blessed enough to leave work every single day feeling like I have positively impacted someone's life. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Ask Allie, the athletic trainer. I am so excited to have you here listening to my very first episode of my new podcast. So when asking friends and family what they wanted to know about athletic training, as you might have guessed, a lot of them asked me, what is an athletic trainer or what is athletic training? And as my first episode, I think that is a really good place to start. So today I'm here to tell you a little bit about my job as an athletic trainer. An athletic trainer is a licensed and certified healthcare professional. I work on a team alongside other healthcare professionals, and my role is to diagnose, treat, manage, and prevent injuries. Athletic trainers are highly skilled in injury prevention, emergency care, therapeutic intervention, and rehab of injuries and illnesses. Athletic trainers are trained to perform manual therapies. These include joint mobilizations and soft tissue techniques, as well as administer different modalities, whether that's heat, electrical stimulation, cryotherapy, or even ultrasound. As you might already know, athletic trainers are required to be CPR certified, and we carry Narcan in the event of an opioid overdose. Athletic trainers are also required to gain continuing education units to promote continued competence. So that is something to notice about athletic training that aligns with other healthcare professions as well. So this next part is about where athletic trainers can work. And this is actually really exciting because the profession is definitely evolving and continuing to expand. And so athletic trainers work in a wide variety of settings, and these include secondary schools, college universities, professional sports, hospitals, sports medicine, as well as physical therapy clinics. However, some emerging and new settings within athletic training include physicians practice, the military, public safety, such as working with police officers and firefighters, performing arts and industrial settings. So as you're starting to process, athletic trainers treat more than just athletic injuries. Athletic trainers can reduce injuries in these new settings by educating patients, for example, on proper lifting techniques or implementing injury prevention programs for high school sports teams to minimize risk of injury or even encouraging uh, bracing and administering taping techniques for protection. Um, on this episode, I also wanted to make a note and say that athletic trainers are not personal trainers. It's actually very offensive when we are called personal trainers. And here's why. Athletic trainers undergo significant education and are responsible for injury evaluation and immediate care of injuries, whereas personal trainers are not required to have a degree and develop fitness programs for clients. But athletic trainers also develop rehabilitation plans, 
But there is much more to our job, such as saving lives, as you might have heard on the news a few weeks ago with the NFL player Zamar Hamlin. So athletic trainers play a really big role in immediate and emergency care. I also wanted to give you all a little bit of background about myself. So I work in a secondary school setting in Indiana, and I treat patients from 11 to 19 years old. I would say that that is a pretty big range when you think of it as a sixth grade athlete compared to a 12th grade athlete. There's there's a lot of differences there. And I'm so blessed because I've truly felt like I have made a difference in my community. Um, this is because I work so closely with patients, seeing them on a day-to-day -day basis. So I'm able to develop a relationship with them where they trust me and respect me, but they also know that I have their best interests in mind. A typical day for me in the winter sports season kind of looks like I arrive to work at about two o'clock. Um, during this time, I'm basically catching up on documentation. I'm talking to my school nurse and administrators and kind of catching up on anything that I missed, um, looking through clearance notes that Patients may have turned into the front office for doctor's appointments. And then school gets out at 345. So once that bell rings, there is the after school rush. And this rush is typically 40 patients. I mean, let's say 20 to 40 patients. So I'm kind of treating, taping, bracing, doing all the things within like a half hour span because then practices start. So practices typically go till six or 6.30. And if there is an event, say there's a basketball game, I'll go, I'll watch, um, I'll provide any care that anyone needs for the home team and the visiting team. And wrestling is notorious for nosebleeds. So I'll be watching, someone gets a nosebleed, I'll have to do um, stop blood time, Obviously, then they can return to their wrestling match. And so it's really fun. I do love my job. I love what I do. It keeps me on my toes. Um, but obviously, job roles and responsibilities kind of differ from setting to setting. So I also wanted to share a fun fact with you all. It's funny because probably every athletic trainer knows this, but the general population might not. So let me share this with you. California is the only state in the nation that does not require an athletic trainer to be certified or licensed. So essentially, that means that any person off the street could apply for an athletic training position. Obviously, we hope that an organization uses their discretion when hiring someone and making sure that they have the background and are actually qualified for that position. We can only hope. And lastly, I wanted to cover educational requirements for athletic trainers. So if anybody is listening right now out there and considering becoming an athletic trainer, please feel free to direct message me on social media or leave a comment, a question in the chat um, of this podcast, and I'll leave my information um, in the description below. And so the athletic training profession is shifting with a medical model. 
towards a master's degree. So I attended the University of Delaware and I was fortunate enough to be the last class of bachelors, which means I went through a four-year program and graduated with my bachelor of science in athletic training. However, the program, whether it's at any college or university, must be accredited by the commission on accreditation of the athletic training education. So say you go through the entire program. Now it would be a six-year program because it's a master's and you would have to then take the board of certification exam to become a certified athletic trainer. So you can't get a job without being certified and then licensed in whichever state you're working, unless, you know, you live in California and then, you know, they, they do, they do what they want there. But um, to give you a bird's eye view and to start to wrap up this first episode, the National Athletic Trainers Association, um, which is a professional membership organization for athletic trainers, states that athletic training encompasses the prevention, examination, diagnosis, treatment, and rehabilitation of emergent, acute, or chronic injuries and medical conditions. So in conclusion, athletic trainers are healthcare providers, and we specialize in the management, prevention, and recovery of injuries. We are qualified to provide emergency care, and as you now know, we work in a wide variety of settings. I cannot wait to tell you more about the profession that I am super passionate about in future episodes. Thank you guys so much for listening and supporting my new podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with one friend and like this podcast. Thank you so much. See ya. Thank you.